Hello everyone, it's uh, another episode, another 30 minutes with. Welcome back to Not Another Whiskey Podcast. It's Daz here without my horrible little friend, Mitch Beshard, who is unfortunately very, very busy at the moment. And he's so busy, he can't make it. And Kiara, I'm not sure how you feel about that, but I, I actually find it personally very rude with him. Hope you agree. <laughs> Oh, he's really missing out today, hasn't he? Let's he is missing out, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Um, well, look, I'm, I'm joined by Chiara Giovanacci. Is that right? That is, a, that is absolutely yes. right. <laughs> who, is, uh, who, is, who is brand lead on, a global brand lead on malts for Distel. And Distel, who we're very familiar with, um, we're, uh, we're really lucky because we've had Brendan on um, we've had um, Julianne on as well, and obviously we've been able to taste some of the fine whiskies uh, through Black Bottle, through some of the online tastings and stuff that you guys have been working on. Um, and we've yet to discover fully the extent of quality that is existing behind the Tobermory distillery, although we are quite familiar with their whiskies, of course. Um, Lejeg, the Sinclair series particularly, is one of my favourites. Um, and actually, I think I picked it out as one of my top three whiskies that were new, that I tasted last year. So very familiar with your whiskies and very familiar with the Bunahaven whiskies. And actually that's what we're here today to talk about. That's a distillery that's done, you guys have been very busy, I think over the last sort of few months and um, not just on new releases prior to that, lots of developments at the distillery and things. So, so what's just generally been happening over at Bunahaven, Chiara, that you can give us a bit of an insight into. Um, it'd be lovely to hear about those. Oh, absolutely. We've been super busy at the distillery over the last couple of years, really. And actually, just a month before we went into lockdown, um, we actually opened our brand new visitor centre. And um, we've been really fortunate because Banahaven as a distillery has the most beautiful uh, location. I mean, I'm a little bit biased, but I think it's the, the most cracking on Isla. And you get views right across Banahaven Bay all the way to, to Jura. And then um, our, our gorgeous visitor centre um, was open for a month and then we had to close due to, to kind of COVID. Um, so the great thing is that, you know, we're, we're now back open um, and we can actually make use of that, that kind of gorgeous facility. Um, the kind of second big thing that's been happening at Bunahaven is that for the last year, we have been constructing a biomass plant. So it sits just behind the distillery. Is this, where the, is this where the village was, where the old uh, housing and stuff was? Is that, that what you've is, done with That's that? exactly yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. where it is. And um, it's been constructed on the hill and it actually the shape of it mirrors the, the Paps of Jura. Um, ah. it's, it's really striking. It's, it's fantastic. So um, it's actually, we are kind of testing it at the moment and it will be fully kind of up and running within the next couple of months. So by July. So what that means ultimately is we will be running off um, a net zero emission distillation process for okay. the distillery. So it's really cool. And it's it's fueled by draft from our, our um, distillery. So the byproduct of distillation. And it's also fueled by sort of failed forestry on Isla. So mm -hmm. within a, a 15 mile radius of the distillery. So it's, um, it, it's really an enormous feat. And, and we're super proud of it. So that will be up and running fully within the next couple of months. Is that the first distillery on Isla to go the first from distillery. Biomass? It is, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. First distillery. That's massive. Yeah, yeah. 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 And How long has that been distillery. in the pipeline? For that must be that must be like a, a lot of planning going into that, like two years or three years or something like that, no? 
Yeah, it, it really yeah. has. Um, it, it, it has been a number of years in the making and we've partnered with a, a kind of a, a, an organisation called Amp Clean Energy who, who funded the project. So the project itself was about six and a half million pounds and they, they funded it and um, we've been working kind of in parallel with them to, to, to get it up and running. So, wow. um, yeah. That's exciting. I always remember um, one of my favourite things, and I used to travel over to Jura a lot um, and drive down over over to Port Eskeg. And uh, many years ago, I used to work for Diageo as well. So I've always had a kind of keen eye on just to see what's happening down at Kulila. And I was working for White Mackay, so I'd go over to Jura. But the Port Eskeg is one of my favourite pubs in the whole world. I absolutely adore the place. Just simple, easy place, nice place to go for a wee dram and a beer. And on a nice day, you can sit out and take it all in, you know. So I'd always make an effort to go down to Boona Haven and there was something really charming about it because when you would drive past those houses which were disused at, the, at this point, um, it always had this kind of utilitarian appeal, Boona Haven. You know, it wasn't, maybe it wasn't always the prettiest distillery, but it had, a, it had an appeal and a charm to it which made it felt a little bit more old school. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And it always kind of drew me in a little bit. So I'd always drive down, always have a little look and see what was happening. And over the last few years, I noticed quite a lot of changes because you put the car park in, there was a new visitor centre had gone in, you'd knocked down the end warehouses. Um, and I think now you've actually, it looks like you've repainted the cottages. And, and at that pier, as you say, there's very few places that are as stunning and as memorable as, as the pier there at Boona Haven. It's such a special location for any distillery. And the fact now that you are implementing all these changes to become environmentally more aware more conscious, I suppose, and efficient. Um, it's brilliant, you know. Like what a what a brilliant achievement! And it's actually like adds more to the story of Boona Haven, not just its beautiful location and its sort of quirks and and charm and all that sort of stuff. Now it's like that. I, I'm really interested to see how that is because I I don't think I noticed that the last time I was down. I didn't see the developments there. Yeah, and it's um, do you know, it's we're we're really lucky we work with a, a fantastic um team especially our kind of technical and compliance manager angus he's very progressive and i think you know always looking for ways that we can make improvements across the portfolio whether that be at Monahaven or deanston or tober mori but looking at ways that we can sort of improve our efficiencies our sustainability and you know we're really mindful of the fact that there, there is a mandate from the SWA as well to, to reach sort of net zero emission by 2040 so it's um you know we're really lucky that the the, the business have, have supported this move and it, it's going to really be a big step in the right direction still lots to to, to do but yeah. a, a big step in the right direction and and it is you know another element that really adds as you say to the rich storytelling of Bunahaven. Yeah, no, totally. So not only are you different because you now are the only distillery on the island that has its own biomass plant, but Boonahaven is different in many ways from its island counterparts because it's not so smoky, right? Um, you know, when you taste it, you, you get those lovely nutty, slightly savoury characters, but you don't often get smoke in Boonahaven. And I've always been curious about this and I, and I don't know where it came from and how it became so different i'm not really sure what the story is there but buddha haven does stand apart from the other distilleries on island because of this lack of smoke absolutely and, and that's really what people always talk about and i think you know about 80 percent of our portfolio is unpeated 
So, and we do a very, very small proportion, kind of about 20% that, that is smoky um, Isla, but our heartland is, is, is really unpeated. And, and I guess the big flavours that we're known for um, are the fact that we're unpeated, we're predominantly sherried as well. Mm, yeah. Um, and, you know, in terms of the, the kind of profile and the characteristics, and I have to watch what I'm saying here because if Brendan and Juliana listen, they'll be like, listen to yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> totally, totally. Who's this lady? Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> what does she think Imposter. she is? <laughs> <laughs> totally, totally. Um, but I think- I, let, 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 me, let me just interject there because um, they do give it some marketing chat as well, those guys do. Do you know what I mean? Is that- oh, they do. They <laughs> they've do. got all the ideas. They've got all the ideas. <laughs> everyone's a marketer. Everyone's a marketer. Exactly, exactly. So, no, they're they're hilarious. But, you know, I, I, I say that, but I have the utmost respect for them and, and the way they talk about the brand so passionately and, and, and how they talk about our spirit in terms mm. of the characteristics of that spirit. Is, is Brendan especially talks about big, bold flavour, bold flavour that can stand up to maturation, full maturation in, in sherry casks, big, bold flavour that can stand up to being bottled at cast strength, um, you know, and, and that's really what Bonna Having is. It's all about these kind of nutty, sherry, dried fruits, um, kind of quite kind of complex flavours. And, and he always, again, critiques me as a marketer for using that word um but it's you know with that kind of sea salty influence as well but you're absolutely right our heartland and what we are known for is unpeated and um we pipe in our, our water source we have actually a spring water source it comes from the margadale spring mm-hmm. and a uh, but Brendan especially always says there's a real magic in that water source. Yeah. You can taste that kind of quality, that spring water quality that comes through. Um, so, yeah, that for, for me is really what Bunnahaven stands for. And, yeah, and he, he did talk a little bit about that. We had him on, um, I think it was eight or ten episodes ago or something like that. And, and he did talk about that water source and he did feel there was like a little bit of magic dust involved with that and things that he can't quite put a finger on. You know, even from a, like an analytical point of view, you know, he found it quite difficult to kind of articulate exactly what it does, but did contribute some of the mouthfeel, some of the qualities and things that happen at Bunahaven back to the kind of water source. But mainly it is, is I mean, it, it so much of it does come down to the spirit style in the wood. And we know that. I mean, that's the same at any distillery. But the the, the nuttiness and the, those sherry casks and the way that they influence Bunahaven always make it really appealing. And one of the things I was quite struck by, and actually it was the last time I was on Isla, I was down at the Port Eskeg and I, I had a little dram of this, uh, I never say it right, Sturider, 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 right, sorry, my, my, um, my Gaelic's terrible. Um, and at that price point, the quality value versus, you know, quality was was very reasonable. Um, and that, I've always found that with Bunahaven throughout the range is that there is this clear house style clear sense of character and profile um and it's it's not it's not really compromised at any price point as you move through the range i think that's something that should be you know applauded from Bunahaven. yeah and i know and i can't take any credit for that it's about you know you know we're guardians but at the end of the day brendan julianne and the team at the distillery they you know they know what works well they know what the heartland is for Bunahaven, and you know the reality is our Bunahaven spirit is so rare we're right. so constrained so every drop has to be special 
-hmm. And that's something that we really focus on is that kind of quality of fun of having and really protecting that quality and protecting it, you know, at every cost in terms of the equity of the brands and mm -hmm. the spirit itself. Yeah. No, that, that I love that. I mean, and you guys are doing that ongoing as well. I mean, you've got a lot of new products that have just come out. You've announced some really interesting releases. Can you tell us a little bit more about some of those releases that have just come out? Because I saw there was is it two Fez releases this year? We've three. Have you got three? Can I say that with a little pause? Was it right? right? Watch this space. <laughs> okay, um, okay. So no, we have we have three releases. So this year is is a bit bit of a different year because like fish has always been something that we, we we did traditionally at our distillery and then over the last couple of years because the distillery's been closed we sort of had to to bring it online and, and bring our whiskies to people online and actually we had such a great response and our you know making the pilgrimage to Bonnehaven is not an easy thing for everyone no. and those that do are you know we've got super fans that come from all over the world but what was really nice about the last couple of years is actually they've been able to make it accessible to everyone mm -hmm. and kind of democratise it a wee bit for those that couldn't make that journey. So we took a call this year to say, well, do you know what? We're going to release two that everyone can get a hold of. And there is going to be, um, sorry, there's going to be two that are exclusive to our, our brand home specifically yeah. and one that can go worldwide. And that way it just gives everyone that opportunity to, to try a bun of having. And um, the, the kind of bottlings that we've got. So the first one is called Avena Rig. So that is, um, our, it sits at about £95 a bottle. Um, and, and that word means mouth of the, the, the Areg River which is a river that kind of feeds into the, the Margadale River on the island. You know, we're really, uh, we're really precious about our water sources, but we've had a lot of inspiration from that. And again, that is, you know, unpeated, sherried, quite bold. Um, and that's a sort of marriage of Bonahaven that's been matured in ex-Pedro Jimenez casks. Right. And they're, they're sort of sherry octave casks. Um, and also Bonahaven that's been matured in ex-Bourbon casks. Okay. So, so you've got a lot going on. I mean, like that that classic house style, but with richer, fruitier sherry casks, basically, and intensity because the octaves smaller casks, right? So they're going to give you quite a lot of impact quite quickly. Yep, yeah, exactly. And that has nice. been um, so that again just always sort of pays back to that kind of traditional one having house style, mm -hmm. distillery style. Mm -hmm. And then we have a, a bottling which is a 1998 Calvados cast finish as right. well. Yep. So slightly different. Again, this is unpeated and, you know, with the kind of brandy casks that we're using, you really get that sort of apple kind of um, cinnamony notes that are coming through. So again, this is allowed kind of Julianne and, and Brendan to be that little bit more sort of playful and experimental with Bunnahaven Spirit as well. So we, we have a really small volume of that. I think it's about 2,000 litres. Right. Um, and then the last one, which is exclusive to our, our brand home at our, our distillery, is a 2004 Moynia Tokai cask finish. Okay. Now, that is actually a peated one I have. So right. again, just to kind of shake things up a wee bit, where, you know, they've been a bit more experimental with um, these sort of Hungarian Tokai casks. So, mm -hmm. you know, that kind of dessert wine cask. Um, as well so a really varied offering um, to support facial yeah those, those tokai casts will be quite interesting won't they with that smoke I mean when you're when you're making smoky whiskey at Bunahaven 
are you guys going heavy smoke or do you kind of peel it back a wee bit what what's the sort of general sort of like style I guess from a sort of peated Bunahaven so it's it's um I would say it's slightly more delicate than maybe your kind of classic Isla and I think this one in particular it's, it's about an 18 year old so mm. given the fact that it is that little bit older it's you've still got that kind of smoke very predominant smoky mm. flavor but it's very well balanced and well rounded and that sort of really surprises people actually yeah. in terms of how that how well that works with the, the Tokai casks but um, it, 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 I think in terms of the kind of classic Isla profile, um, it's 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 a bit more complex, a bit more balanced. Yeah. Smoke. Yeah. I mean, you you know, smoky whiskies better than most. I mean, you've been at Lafroy and things like that in the past, and you you know you've created these products and and worked with them for a number of years. And and I think when you when you do think of Bunahav, I like the elegant, the softer notes. I didn't realize it was an eighteen year old that whiskey actually. So it will. It'll just round yeah. off really, really nicely. And, and, and actually, the smoke can become quite well integrated. I think especially when you use sweet wine casks with smoke, it's always really interesting. It kind of goes like, it's like classic cliche, but it's like maple and bacon. And, you know, you get all those like yeah. combinations. Like the contrast of the yeah. sweet and the savoury. Mm. Yeah. All right. What price is that one? That sounds punchy. Is it? So that one is £199. All right. Okay. So it's not one. ridiculous. Yeah, so... yeah. Mitch can buy one of those. I can't. <laughs> yeah. Buy two. Yeah. He can one buy me one. Exactly. <laughs> totally. Totally. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's cool. So that's the that's the one that's available just from the distillery, is it? That is. Yep. Yeah, and we're yeah, only nice. producing just under, just shy of 1,700 bottles of that. So just a, yeah. a wee small volume. Cool. And what can we expect then moving forward? So moving into after Fez. Well, well, I'm I'm actually over on on the island with you guys. I'm I'm with Bunahaven at Fish, so I'm really looking looking forward to spending more time at the distillery because I haven't been since the refurb, um, and it is one of those places. Like I say, I always do make an effort to go by. I always drop in, even if it's just to have a wee nosy and see what's going on. Um, but what what can we expect from the rest of the year? Like what's to come from Bunahaven? I'm sure you guys have got some interesting releases up your sleeves. We do. And, and I think, you know, from a brand home perspective, we've got some really interesting uh, distillery releases that form part of our Warehouse 9. So kind of smaller batch releases that will be kind of launched throughout the course of the year. And then the kind of biggest one for us will be our second edition of our 12 year old cash strength. Yes. So we had a really phenomenal response to our 12 year old cash strength when it launched last year in November. Mm -hmm. And the next one will be launching in a sort of end of September, beginning of October this year. So kind of perfect timing for Christmas. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, I remember we we um we have an online retailer and we had batch one that came, I think it came in in November, the start of November last year. And it was amazing because it did it sold very, very well. But it was it was really it was brilliant because I think people saw the opportunity. You know, here here is quite an accessible collectible, if you like, but great cast strength example, 12 years old, brilliant, and it was batch one. So I wasn't sure how batch two was was going to come. I assumed it would come around the same time of year. Can we expect like a different cast finish or or are we going to go like classic Bunahaven with this and just keep it cast strength, just a different year, subtleties and all that? So it will be it will be very much classic Bunahaven. Yeah. Probably. So it will be the kind of real um, kind of um, similar kind of profile, but they'll just, you know, 
every time it's bottled at cash strength it will be the different ABV and each time there'll be kind of more concentrated kind of flavour profiles that will be pulled through so yeah. um, you know you, you get a lot of that kind of dark chocolate the kind of dried fruits the nuttiness that that will come through that Bunnahaven is really known for so yeah. um yeah that will be kind of at the end of September beginning of October yeah that was my fire pit whiskey last year I mean I was out in the mm-hmm. garden quite a bit and I'd like sit up the back and just have a couple of those in the evening it was class really really good and I, my- it was such a delicious whiskey sadly they didn't last yeah. very long <laughs> it was a wee mouse in the kitchen somewhere you know, away. <laughs> no, that, I have to say that it's been my kind of favourite um, that we've launched in a while and actually you know with a lot of cast strains you know people like to add a, a couple of drops of water to open it up a little bit but for me I didn't even think I needed it I, yeah, yeah. I just love that jam love that jam nice nice well look that's um, I think that's us I mean it's brilliant to get a wee update on what's been happening at Boonahaven it's obviously all going on biomass uh, coming in you know you've got a new visitor center which people can now visit it was finished just before covid it's now uh, ready for everyone to come down and see you guys three new bottlings for fej uh two at the distillery one for everyone and then a new cash strength coming it's um yeah you've been busy it seems <laughs> yeah yep busy bunch <laughs> uh, absolutely absolutely no thank you so much for joining us i uh, really Thanks. really appreciate your time and yeah uh, are you going to be there at fej Sure am. So look yeah. forward to seeing you there. Absolutely. And uh, maybe if Mitch isn't so busy, you know, maybe he can join us next time. <laughs> Absolutely. He's on yeah. the, he's buying the drums. I, I definitely. It's on him. Cheers, Gareth. Thank you. Thank you so much.